All right, time for us to check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun this morning. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. All right, so nice little photo op that we got there yesterday with the incoming and outgoing premier. That's right, the two premiers, uh, John Horgan, David Eby, uh, did a little walk down the hallway, uh, went into the government caucus, they let the cameras in uh, into the shocking interior enclave of the caucus room that we rarely see, uh, took pictures, and then said, get out. <laughs> we're going to sit down and actually talk about what we're going to do. So, okay, uh, photo ops are great, uh, reassuring that we're seeing the transition. Clearly, uh, two leaders that are pretty much on the same page. Horgan saying, you know, when asked uh, what's going to happen, Horgan says, well, you know, he ran on an election platform in 2020. Uh, that was translated into mandate letters, uh, marching orders for cabinet ministers. That's all still in place. And EB says pretty much the same thing. We've got all this agenda that's there that isn't complete. But, of course, CB's also saying he's got a 100-day action plan. At that point, uh, we move uh, out of the realm of optics into specific questions, and we're still guessing what's actually in the action plan because, as you know, Simi, having interviewed David Eby yesterday, there's still not an awful lot of detail in the plan. I thought it really interesting is that from the initial kind of press conference on Friday, to Monday, they clearly what they have decided to go with is that hey 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 same mandate. So yeah. the, right, so they clearly picked that line to say it's the same mandate. Nothing extraordinary is going to change. Uh, that's true, and I mean in a sense, this government's mandate comes from what the voters gave it in 2020. So they ran on a platform, they won big, uh, and they, as I said, translated that into an agenda, and they're getting on with it now. The area where it needs tweaking, and more than tweaking in some cases, specifics, uh, twofold. I mean, first of all, EB is also saying he got the message from all the people that joined the NDP over his challenger, uh, Angeli Apatarai, uh, which was climate action. So he's saying we need to do more on that. And then the other thing that jumped out to me when he talked to you yesterday is an acknowledgement that, well, there are some problems that are bigger than we imagined they would be in 2020. One of them, of course, of all, is housing affordability. Another is a public safety issue. Uh, I, you know, I was struck by uh, when E.B. talked to you yesterday. Um, he got his start as a lawyer working for... Uh, you know, the downtrodden on the downtown east side, mm -hmm. and he said what the police have said, what the recent report to government said, the downtown east side is worse than ever. It's gotten worse than ever. The New Democrats have been in government for five years, so he's got to do more on that one. Yeah, definitely, for sure. Uh, and also, you know, we, we've heard that line about how people need help. Yes, people agree that people need help, but what about the people who don't want help, are going to refuse help, and are the repeat offenders. Yeah, he said what, I'm trying to remember his exact phrase, but he said there are basically two kinds of exactly, uh, yeah. people down there. One are the people that are drug overdosing, mentally ill, let, left to run free on the streets, no place to go, won't go into shelter or don't have shelter. And then he said there's the professional criminals who are taking advantage of very lax bail regulations, uh, he doesn't say catch and release, but I think that phrase has caught on, and I think it's pretty well documented that that's what we have. 
And he said, well, for that kind of thing, uh, we're going to go to Ottawa. We're going to ask the federal government to change uh, the criminal code and make it easier to lock people up. Well, Simi, I have to say, um, in, in my experience, the provincial government is generally more responsive, responds quickly on issues like this than the federal government. I don't oh, yeah. know how long it will take to get changes in the criminal code out of the federal government and its platoon of lawyers and its own agenda, but I'm not optimistic. I think the provincial government is going to have, if it wants to show results in EB's 100 days, Simi, that's going to have to be provincial action, and they've got to do a lot more than talking. I mean, we've been following what's going on in the legislature in question period, and EB's successor as Attorney General Murray Rankin is adrift at sea. He's got no answers. Every now and then, Mike Farnworth, the Solicitor General, jumps in to his rescue and says, well, the Liberals were even worse, but... Really, um, (laughs) you know, if there's a 100-day action plan out there somewhere, there better be because what they've been doing so far isn't helping at all. Right. Uh, Let's talk as well about Premier John Horgan, who is getting ready to wrap things up. And I think sounds like he's feeling pretty good about it. Yeah, it does. I mean, look, uh, these interviews with Horgan departing, Uh, have similar themes in them, right? I mean, first of all, everybody acknowledges that he wanted to stay and his health did not permit. And you can't help but sympathize with that. The other thing is, I I mean, I've covered, well, David Eby would be the 11th premier I've covered. (laughs) That's impressive. Most of the premiers that I've covered, virtually all of them, possible exception of Bill Bennett, left because they had no choice. They were forced (laughs) out by their party, they were in a scandal, or they left at the hand of the voters. They didn't get reelected. So this guy, uh, you know, health is the reason, but John Horgan is leaving largely on his own terms with polling numbers that most Canadian politicians can only envy. He's been 50% approval or better, and that's enough to win an election, um, virtually his entire five years as premier. That is really remarkable. Just that, you know, people don't understand BC politics if they don't realize how rare this is, what we are actually seeing happening here. Oh, very much so. And hey, Simi is an ex-rock critic. I got to say that I love the fact that he quoted a song by <laughs> Doug and the Slugs. Vancouver's own Doug and the Slugs. So Doug and the Slugs were at their peak, such as it was when I was music critic, and loved their stuff. Doug Bennett, the late Doug Bennett, was just a wonderful character on the music scene. And Horgan quoted Day by Day. His Great song. song. And I looked up the lyrics, and it's basically... You know, bad news doesn't get me down. Ignore what's in the newspapers. <laughs> I know I made mistakes, but I just go on day by day. I I go with another song back at you, Premier Doug and the Slugs Immortal. Uh, there is no better glory when it all gets hairy than to be laughing in the midst of it all. You need that sense of humor so in the true. Premier's office and in B.C. politics. So true. End of an era, really, uh, with the changing of the guard there. Uh, one other thing we were going to talk about this morning, too, though, Vaughn, has to do with the announcement from Health Minister Adrian Dix that acknowledging that, yes, clearly the concerns about assault and violence against healthcare workers is absolutely a concern. They're hiring security officers. Yeah, I mean, it is really disturbing to realize 
that they had to do this. So the provincial government, and this will cost millions of dollars, is going to be hiring 320 security officers and 14 security overseers for uh, two dozen healthcare facilities and emergency rooms in British Columbia because there have been thousands, thousands of attacks on healthcare workers in these facilities by patients. And it keeps getting worse. Uh, I was struck by the fact that EB, or, um, Adrian Dix is joined in the announcement yesterday by representatives from the Nurses Union and the Health Sciences Association. So two big unions in the healthcare facilities. And by the way, those union leaders, they haven't settled their contracts yet. This is clearly the government saying, look, before we even sign off on wages and benefits for the next year, we're going to deal with this. Um, it'll be expensive absolutely necessary and it's another comment on really simi just the mess in the society with uh these are the same people that are trouble on the streets mm-hmm. these are the mentally ill these are patients with a lot of anger and rage issues they're drug addicts and they're taking it out on the healthcare workers it's a huge barrier to recruiting and keeping healthcare workers that they're subject to these violent attacks all the time so these 320 security officers, and is this new funding? This isn't, yep. yeah? It's going to have to be there. And every everyone's looking for security officers these days. I don't know how hard it'll be to recruit them, but they're going to have to find them. They're going to have to be well-trained because they're going to have to deal with it. And it's it's a whole new thing for the hospitals. They've, they've been doing some security now and hiring private yes. security and stuff, but... No, these are these are going to have to be trained professionals that are there to protect everyone else in the healthcare system from what nurses, uh, doctors, I guess to some degree, uh, health sciences employees, uh, health uh, members of the HEU, they've all documented it. There were examples yesterday at the press conference of the attacks. But this is uh, this is really really disturbing, and I mean I'm glad they're doing it. But folks, this is the system we have now. It isn't just the downtown east side. It's it everywhere. isn't just Chinatown. It's happening in our hospitals, and it is frightening and terrifying, and costing us millions of dollars. Because of course, if these healthcare workers are attacked, disabled, injured, they're off work. Uh, and so the system, sort, the shortages of staff in the system are made worse by this problem. It certainly is. All right, Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Simon.